of it as a BDR, a business development rep, right? Okay, so it supports a, a number of people. Yeah, it's okay. centralized, right? Mm. It, it Because it's an AI, right? It right. can support 330, 300 sales reps, right? Wow. Without breaking a sweat. Yes. So marketing lead comes in, right? And then depending on certain workflows, yes. right? Um, a lead gets routed to this uh, BDR, yes. AI BDR, yes. does a qualification, and if the lead you know, raises their hand and says that I want a demo, I want to jump on this sales call, right. then we round robin this lead to the different sales rep. To some people, this will sound like a dream come true. More inbound leads, more inquiries than you can handle. Well, believe it or not, this is a problem that some companies have particularly one company that we worked with months ago that was getting thousands, thousands of inbound inquiries every month, but they didn't have the capacity to respond to these inquiries quickly by getting back to them fast and qualifying them well. So they started looking at a company called Sales Whale and their AI sales assistants to help them become more responsive and to connect with these customers. Then they engaged us to help with the scripting and the process of how to move that conversation forward. But that initial response was critical and that's why they brought in Sales Whale. So, I have with us today Gabriel Lim, who's one of the co-founders of Sales Whale, and he's going to share a bit more with us about what they're all about and how they help sales teams. So why don't we just jump right in and get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. I have my opinion, but let me ask you this. For some of those folks out there that are like afraid of AI, mm. they're afraid of technology or they get on this thing like it's gonna, it's gonna take away our jobs. What, what do you say to that? Hmm. So the, the way we think about it is that what Salesville is doing, it's the kind of work that humans do not want to do mm. anyways and, and people mm -hmm. do not necessarily enjoy doing. Mm. Like, do you enjoy and logging in? they don't in? do it well. Oh, yeah, and, and they don't do it well, right? You right. want to sit in front of a computer all day long sending the eight follow-up email to this inbound lead that just reached out like three months ago, mm. right? Like, like it, it is mind-numbing work, right? And, and one thing that we realized is that, you know, we, instead of putting BDRs or SDRs on a job, mm. right, we are able to kind of, you know, help them focus on the stuff that, you know, that only humans can do well, yes. right? The human connection, Absolutely. chatting with customers who are really... Yeah, let me talk you through Let me talk to you through this. Yeah. Right? So, so I, I see it more like... Let's co-create something. Right. Maybe you come with, with some specs or an right. idea. Right, But through our conversation, we discovered that there's maybe something else that we can yeah. do. We need technology to help us. Right? We, we need it to help us. It makes our lives easier. It helps the sales process when the qualification process is done, you know, fast and efficiently. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. People should embrace this, right? Thanks. Yeah. Very cool, I, man. We, we think so, too. So let me ask you this. Is, right, but what the heck is sales whale and what do they do? Can you mm -hmm. kind of talk us through and explain to people that don't know, mm -hmm. what is this? This, this technology, mm. what does the AI assistant yeah. actually do? Yeah, sure. So I think fundamentally what you know, Salesforce wants to do, the problem that we want to solve is that between sales and marketing alignment, right? Mm. So I, I, I love the way you, you described Salesforce earlier, right? You, right? you have so much leads. As a marketer, you're generating so many leads, right? Um, maybe out of this... Which this, is a great problem yeah, to have, right? right? That's a great problem to have, right? Right. And, and, and the issue is that you know, when, when you hand over these leads, like irresponsibly to yes. your salespeople like this without qualifying them, you know, without kind of like sifting through 
right? It, it creates actually a burden on the sales people, right? Yeah. They, they, they have to reach out to maybe, you know, a, a hundred of these leads and of this hundred, maybe 80 are not in the buying cycle right That's now. Right. 80 are not really qualified. They may be students. They may be researchers. And every minute a sales rep is right. spending on an not. unqualified lead, they're not working on a qualified lead and turning that into an opportunity. Exactly, right? So basically what Salesforce does is that we provide an assistant, mm. right, for every sales rep that says that, hey, you know, let us take the first crack at this, this bunch of leads, right? Mm. Let us do the first outreach to these leads. Like, hey, you know, thanks for meeting us at the event, right? We, we hope you enjoyed yourself at the booth. Hey, can I send you more information about what we do, mm. right? And you engage this lead in this genuine back and forth conversation Right, the lead replies, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I want to find out more. Tell me more about your pricing. Tell me more about you know your case studies." So let's talk about this right. back and forth, yeah, sure, right? Because sure. that first part sounds a lot like you know automation, right? Yeah, where it's just like automated. Just people inquire, boom, outreach, sales, love, mix, right. max. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's a lot of that out there. Yeah. But now let's talk about so the the back and forth is where the, the artificial intelligence yep. comes in. So yep. can we hear more about that? Yeah, sure. So basically when a prospect replies, right, we have this entire engine, mm. right, that's built. So it's not a hundred percent AI, right? Like mm. anyone that tells you that, oh, we built hundred percent unsupervised AI, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. Yeah, right. right? So basically <laughs> it's a combination of you know humans and mm. automation. So basically mm. what we call human assisted AI. Mm. Right, so uh, a a response comes in. It gets broken down into like you know many different multiple tasks, right? And it gets routed to a team of operators that we have, right? Working around the clock and around world, right? Basically, you know, to kind of do very micro tasks, like you know, what's the intent, the sentiment of the email, positive, negative, you know, mm. highlight and annotate any kind of name entities in the email, gotcha. right? Some what keywords? Right? Yeah, right. Like, uh, what um classification is this email? Is this a request for more information? Is it not interested? Mm. And then basically, once all these tasks are done, so like there are maybe like seven to fourteen tasks, okay. right? That can so be you kind of put them in buckets, right? Like right. Sort of broad, broad, broad areas. Broad That's topics. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, once all these are done by our human, we call them human operators, right? right? <laughs> then all these comes back to give a composite picture, right? Mm. Like what what is you know what is this email all about, right? right. And then we select the right you know um responses that we cleverly personalize using like snippets and merge tags right to, nice. to make it look very personal and then the response goes out to the prospect right so in that sense right when customers ask uh, like hey you know because you're dealing with prospects right yes. like accuracy is really important right i mean if you have dealt with chatbots right yes. the worst thing that can happen is um oh i'm sorry i don't understand what you say right right we we, we can't do that here yeah right exactly. so Accuracy is really important, right? Having because these days, people will just click on and go somewhere else. Exactly, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's going to seem like, you know, uh, uh, like like your, your, your assistants are like on drugs, right? Yeah. Like you, you say something and then she replies like something. That's not what I'm that, yeah, right. Exactly. So with this level of, you know, human operators, we are able to maintain a very high level of accuracy, mm. right? But, um, you know, even then, you know, from time to time, there are certain responses that we may not feel comfortable enough to re reply to. So when that happens, right, we do not attempt to reply at all, mm. right? What happens is that this drops into what we call a human review bucket. Ah, so okay. the marketing, you know, administrator receives yeah. an email from the AI assistant saying, Hey, I'm stuck. I need help. That's right. Cool. So they log in and they reply on behalf of the AI assistant. And over mm. time, we will cluster these responses that we are That's not able to machine learning. Exactly. Right. Then, you know, we'll build out additional conversation notes. 
right. that you know um you know is able to handle you know these uh, age cases in the future. Very cool, yeah. very cool. So can we talk about like response time? Sure. Because that's so there's there's accuracy, there's you know, but response time. So mm -hmm. how does this help a sales team respond to these inbound inquiries mm -hmm. more more effectively? Like yeah. Faster? Absolutely. So when you talk about the first response, right, that can be very fast because these are essentially pre-templated, pre-crafted uh, responses, right? right? So it can be as fast as five minutes or, you know, some customers, because it, it looks very artificial if it goes up immediately. So it can yes. be five minutes, 45 minutes, yes. so that doesn't really matter. Yes. So um, well, I've seen studies that have shown that it actually you respond to an inquiry within four minutes. Oh, that's true, right? And then that there's a steep drop-off Exactly. After that. Even after yeah. 10 minutes, mm -hmm. your chance of getting back to that prospect uh -huh. diminishes greatly. Yeah. So that sweet spot's like four minutes where hopefully it doesn't seem too fake, yeah. but at least you might catch them when they're still at their uh -huh. computer or still on their phone. Yeah, absolutely, right? And and, and the interesting part about that is that you know, we, we, we work with time zones as well. Mm. So, you know, um, after the first email goes out, the prospect replies, say, can you send me more information? Right? We actually have the option for customers to select the time zone of their bot because it's going to seem very weird if a bot replies at 3 a.m. in the morning, right? It's going to seem mm. like, am I talking to automated? So they can set the time zone of our bot, of, of the bot, so that we, that fresh and early 8 a.m. when they come into the office, the email right. comes in, right? right. So they you know, come of mind and it's more real, yes. right? So there's something that they can do, but obviously we have customers who enable what we call workaholic mode, you know, in their AI system. Is enough? called workaholic yes, mode? Yes, in, in our app. I, I can show that. you literally the interface. Workaholic mode, turn it on, the bot works 24 hours. That's 3 a.m. in the morning, 3.30 a.m. in the morning, she'll reply you. Cool. Yeah. So, and can you maybe kind of customize the script, the response to say, hey, bro, working late here, but thought I'd get back to you on this? That's a great idea, but... Uh, not yet? Not yet, but okay. that's a great idea. We, we, we should probably do it. A yeah. small piece of the pie for that yeah. idea. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I'll give you 1% for that. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'll take 1% of anything. Better than 100% of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Very cool. Okay, that's very cool. So what types of companies, like who needs sales with? So I, I'm curious. Like yes. earlier you said that you guys were working with a client, right? Yes. Like who's that client? Well, I can't say it on camera. <laughs> Actually, I can probably edit it later if I need it. Oh, no way. Okay, of course. cool. Yeah. So they engaged us a few months ago to work oh, with their team because they were getting probably like 40,000 inbound inquiries mm -hmm. like every month. Nice. And it was just w nice. But if you don't have the infrastructure to actually respond to these people quickly and actually qualify them effectively and then hand them over to an SDR who can actually, or an account rep to go, great, now let's set up a discovery call or a, or a demo or something like that, they just sit and you'll lose them all, right? Yeah. So that's where they called... They started to engage you guys because I remember I was chatting with them. So they were like, yeah, we're going to start with sales whale to kind of respond to these people fast. But then they engaged us to say, look, Tom, so once they've been handed over to the, let's get clear about what that qualification criteria is. Mm -hmm. How do we know when a lead can be passed on to a, a human sales rep? Yeah. And then what's some of the scripting that those reps can use to actually uh, do a discovery call, learn a little bit more, and then take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So that's quite yeah, exciting. Yeah, it Small is. Small world. Yeah, it is. Small world. <laughs> yeah, cool, really cool. exciting. So, so, yeah, back to your question. Yes, right? Who okay. uses Salesforce? The, uh, yeah, the ideal profile. Mm. Yeah. So the ideal profile for us would be any customer that has a well-running marketing engine mm. that is generating more leads you know, than they have sales capacity right? to adequately reach out, follow up, you know, um, 
um, um, um, you know, qualify, yeah, right, uh, in, 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 a, in a very systematic fashion, gotcha. right? So this can range from like startups. We work with startups with like 60 employees, 100 employees, all the way to Fortune 500 companies, mm. right? One of my favorite customers, Ronstadt Group, right? Yeah, uh, yeah Ronstadt. Yeah, yeah Ronstadt, right? Yes. Um, they, they, you know, um, fantastic salesman customer, right? We recently brought Cisco on ah, board, okay. right? So another Fortune 500 company, Ooh. right? And a couple of the other companies that you, you mentioned earlier. So yeah. we have customers, you know, or, uh, in um, technology verticals, um, education, automotive, mm. um, and um, hospitality. So, so it's industry agnostic. Industry agnostic. Gotcha. We have customers who have like tens of thousands of leads a month, like, mm. like what you mentioned earlier with that, that right. company, right? Tens of thousands right. of leads a month. Yeah. <laughs> but we are also, we you know, working with companies that are just generating about 40 to 80 leads a week. Okay. Right? And because they only have That's a still a lot. Forty to eighty top of the funnel leads, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 yeah. So so yeah. Yeah, but then again, if you have a small sales team to respond to that, that can be very overwhelming for those people, especially if those reps are maybe you know, um, you know, multi-level reps in the sense that they're also maybe doing some outbound as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, right. And 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 you're not just talking about inbound, right? Like, let's say you have eighty leads a week, right? Majority of these leads may not reply may not respond Absolutely. right they, they, they may not be ready right now so what happens to them right? shopping around they yeah. want a brochure they want a quote exactly yeah, right so, AIV, <laughs> right so they, they go into this bucket called dormant leads right like the, the, you generate all these leads and majority of them like go dormant go dormant so like with sales bill you know we have this automated workflow where we can re-engage these dormant leads right Right, put in a re-engagement campaign every ninety days, every hundred twenty days. We touch base with them, check in with them, going. how things going. Right. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out to us a few months ago. Just yeah. wanted to touch base, see how things are looking right now. Absolutely. So there's one of the cool. second order use cases of sales whale as well. Cool. How well does sales whale play with CRM programs? Very. Um, so right now we have a native. We have a tremendous integration mm. with Salesforce. Mm. So SFDC one click is a package, right? You click, it, it sets up all your fields, the workflow, right? And then you can customize, you know, nice. your ingestion rules, you know, on, on Salesforce. So okay. we are really proud of that integration. Mm. Um, but for all other CRMs, mm. right, we have an open API. So mm. basically, you know, we can work with third-party providers or we can work with your internal engineering teams to mm. build like this middleware integration with your CRM and our API. Mm. Mm. So, um, so it sounds like, you know, SalesWell is a great fit for, for any, you know, team. Now, you mentioned something about um, is it how does it work? Is it like one you know I don't want to say bot, but is it one AI assistant per rep, or how does that work? Uh, no, so think of it as a BDR, a business development rep. Right? Okay, so it supports a, a number of people. Yeah, it's okay. centralized, right? Mm. It, it because it's an AI, right? It right. can support three, thirty, three hundred sales reps, right? Wow. Without breaking a sweat. Yeah. So marketing lead comes in, right? And then depending on certain workflows, yes. right? Um, a lead gets routed to this uh, BDR, yeah. AI BDR, yeah. does the qualification, and if the lead you know, raises their hand and says that I want a demo, I want to jump on a sales call, right. then we round robin this lead to the different sales reps, or if this lead or account belongs so to So for those of you that don't know the terminology, mm -hmm. round robin, 
it's not even a word, but to, to round robin a lead is basically you've got, let's say you've got five sales reps, five AEs on your team, and it will just um, randomly select, or you can determine, okay, we'll send two to this guy first and then two here, or you can set up some criteria. It basically means randomly assigning leads to a different rep. Yeah. Okay, but you guys know that. <laughs> you should know that. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's exactly how it works, right? And, and if uh, a call- You can pop in like a Calendly link in there or something as yeah. part of the response. Yeah. They can just like one click and boom, schedule the demo. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Very nice, man. So can we talk a little bit about like, uh, you know, ROI results, uh, impact that it's had on companies, case studies, you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, without naming names, we were working we with, names, uh, like I never said <laughs> <laughs> off limits. So we don't name a, a global education provider, yeah. right? Thousands of employees worldwide. Mm. Um, I think within the first three months of using Salesforce, they saw a 1,400% ROI with the software. Right. Um, so what does that mean? Okay, so I have, I have so many questions. Yep, so, I sure. mean, to kind of break them down. So when we say like a 1,000% ROI, that is the return on the investment in sales whale. That's right. Correct. Within the first three months. Within the first three months. It's first three months. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. Okay. And, and, and this is not uh, an anomaly, right? Like across mm-hmm. all our customers, we, we, we see very similar kind of uh, ROI, nice. right? Um, with, uh, we are working with one of the leading automotive dealers in the region. Like mm-hmm. I said, can't name names again, yeah, right. right? The last campaign that we ran for them, sales that were directly attributed to Salesville, mm-hmm. right? Just for a single campaign that they ran, yes. you know, we actually helped them sold 71 cars. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's insane. That, that blew my mind when, when I saw the statistics. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So when you say a campaign, so mm-hmm. how does the, the licensing work? I mean, so I hear campaign, mm-hmm. uh, is it on a project by project basis? Mm-hmm. Is it like a, a, a one year annual license? Like how does it work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go by annual licenses, okay. right? And you can run unlimited campaigns, right? You can have as many campaigns as you want. Okay. So, you know, our annual licenses, you know, um, I mean, the pricing differs, but in general, it's roughly in the ballpark of $20,000 a year and upwards. Okay, so $20,000 a year and upwards for unlimited campaigns, back and forth, the whole thing? Uh, yeah, so there are certain tiering. Pretty much. Right, tiering, you know, usage-based tiering. Yeah. Yeah, um, fine print, fine print. Yeah, fine, fine print. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. But basically, around that. Yeah, it's, around uh, that. You know, unlimited type campaigns. Yeah, and, and, and if you think about it, it's really amazing, right? Like, because what what's the cost of a BDR in San Francisco right now? Like In San Francisco? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Eight, $80,000, $75,000 a year, right? right? And, yeah. and how much work can a single BDR do, right? What's yeah. the coverage? You know, how many AEs can they serve? How yeah. many AEs can we reach out to, right? Yeah. So for less than, like, what, a quarter of the cost of a fully loaded BDR? Yeah, one BDR right? could probably handle, <laughs> I mean, depending on the inbound, could probably service maybe, you know, four or five. Sales reps. Yeah. Right? Right. So, so, I mean, how do you scale that? Yeah. Oh, we know how you scale that. <laughs> Sales women can help you scale that. Okay. Yeah. It's very cool. And they don't get tired. Right? They, 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 are they don't able complain. To, they don't complain. Right? They'll, they'll be in an overtime mode. What is it? Workaholic mode. Workaholic mode. You know working 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> so, let me ask you this as we wrap up here. So, what's next for you guys? Nice. Like, what's next? So from a product perspective, we are about to unveil a major feature 
right? And you so we, we are so first. we are sponsoring a booth at Dreamforce this year. We're gonna oh. yeah, we, we're gonna um, unveil this feature at Dreamforce. Wow. It's called uh, so Dreamforce is Salesforce's yeah. annual just mega blowout. Of San Francisco. For those of you who don't, but you yeah. should know. You should know salespeople anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna have a booth there. You we're gonna have a booth there. We're gonna announce this feature. We're gonna review this feature. Right, uh, so just a hint. I, I can't really review what it does yet, but sneak peek just sneak behind, peek. The, behind the yeah. The, the, the name, the name of the feature is called review. Review. Yeah, R E V E A L. Oh, reveal. Reveal. Oh, reveal. Yeah. So the so, feature will be called reveal. Yeah. Oh, I like that. There's so, so many implications. What could that mean? Yeah. So uh, stay tuned during Green Force. We're gonna announce ah, it. That's awesome. Right. Okay, cool, Gabriel. So how can people get in touch with you guys? Um, salesworld.com, right? Um, or you can drop me a line like gabriel at salesworld.com, cool. right? And um, I'm happy to share more about how salesworld can help your business. Awesome. Thank you, man. This yeah. has been so eye-opening. And this, you know, this is the type of product that all sales reps and all companies really need to optimize their, their, their qualification process and their appointment scheduling process and basically to be responsive to customers. Thank you very much, Gabriel. Thank you. Awesome, Thanks, man. Thank cool. you.